Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Ken Cairns, a weekly sports card podcast with lessons he's learned in the hobby and life lessons he's learned along the way. So sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded is the cards. You are now on with Ken. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with me, your host, Ken. I'm a retired teacher documenting my hobby journey here on the pod, finding teachable moments to share with all of you along the way. Don't forget to hit me up on social media on Instagram at sportscard underscore lessons. Hit the follow button. And you can also find me on YouTube by searching Sports Card Lessons. If you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. Welcome, everyone. How is everyone doing? going to start out with a big shout out to Rob, sports card therapist. I was on his, uh, I did an interview on his podcast last week, uh, which dropped uh, this past Friday. It was his episode 106. So if you, uh, I know a lot of, a good amount of my listeners listen to his content as well, but if you don't, uh, definitely go check it out. It was a great episode. It was a great interview. Uh, and I'm always, always happy to be able to create content together with him. We're going to have, uh, we're going to kind of do a, do a home and away. Uh, I did his last week and he'll be coming on in the next couple weeks. So that should be fun. Uh, fantasy football this week. I did. Okay. I went two, two and three. Um, the, the one I lost, I lost by less than a point. Uh, I lost, uh, going into, uh, Monday night. I was winning, by 5.5 and uh all my players had played and my opponent they only had uh baltimore defense um and they ended up getting six points so i lost by a half a point but i do have one team now that we're going into the bye weeks and for those of you who are in football you know you, you always <laughs> the bye weeks are here um it, it just you know some some one of these leagues that I'm in, there's only four bench spots and like, you know, the lions are on a bye week this week. And, and I have Deandre Swift and, and, and his backup, right. Uh, Jamal Williams. So I have them both. So now that they're on a bye, there's, that's two spots that, and now I have to fill in with somebody else. And, uh, that particular team, I have Darren Waller, which is the tight end. So now I'm at a point where I have to literally drop somebody or not, not play, not play a tight end that week, uh, or this week coming up. So yeah, not now is when, uh, it really starts to get a little hectic with these, um, with the fantasy leagues when the bye weeks start. So I will keep you updated there. Um, we're going to start with the QB values again this week. Um, after week five, so we've got the, the Zach Wilson and he was back playing, um, the BGS, the, we're going to do the XRCs first, the BGS 9.5, um, all was at $337. It's down $13, but up $64 on the year. Uh, Mac Jones, XRC PSA 10, all 488 down $27. Uh, down $262 on the year. Card Ladder 
had it at 513 and it was actually up $112 this week on card ladder, but still down overall $333. Trevor Lawrence, XRC, PSA 10, alt value $1,093. That is up $154. And on the year, on the year, it's up $118. Uh, card ladder has it at $1,015, up $254 on the week. And on the year, it's up $77. So Trevor Lawrence is doing pretty well uh, as far as his value so far this year. Uh, Josh Allen, XRC PSA 10, is at $2,960. That's up $34 on the week, but down uh, $140 on the year. I, 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 I don't understand that. Uh, this guy's playing lights out. I figured, you know, it's going it, to, it's going to be skyrocketing and you see, like, I'm always on, always on Instagram. I'm always on Facebook. I'm always looking and everybody's saying, you know, looking for Josh Allen, looking for Josh Allen at these last couple of shows I did. Everybody's looking for Josh Allen. To me, he's one of the hottest, he, he's hotter than Mahomes right now. And people are looking to buy and, um, I'm just surprised. And I know a lot of people, including myself, are are above comps on this because, you know, it, it, it's, you know, people are looking to jump on now. They're trying to buy now while the comps are down because they know at some point those comps are going to jump up. Uh, and and as a dealer, as someone who's holding uh, Josh Allen cards, I'm, I'm saying to myself, I, I don't want to give them away too cheap. Uh, I'd rather maybe just hold them and see where they're going. They They don't feel... Josh Allen doesn't feel like any of his cards would ever become stale. Um, just like uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes cards to me, I don't think they'll ever become stale. Um, so it's definitely a little bit of a hold for me on those cards or just to price them high uh, and let somebody pay an elevated price for it. Uh, the Justin Herbert XRC PSA 10, uh, all 1631 that's down $292 and I talked about that last week I saw this sale I saw the sale on on uh eBay for $1631 uh, and um I was waiting to see how it was going to affect it and it literally took a whole other week but it did bring that down uh and it brought the card ladder value down too uh $1,830. So that's down 256. So it's very interesting how that one sale on eBay probably 10 days ago now for $1,631 has brought that value down. But if you go on there, there have been a number of sales uh, that have been up around the $2,000 mark, but this that one low sale has dragged that comp down. So definitely keeping keeping an eye on that because this is this that's one of the cards I'm trying to buy. I would love to be if I could find that right now at sixteen hundred dollars, I would buy that card. But you you just can't do it. And I've been on there and I've been talking with people and I've been on Instagram the people that have it and I say, hey, you know what? I I I I understand because I'm a dealer. But if you'll let this card go at this price, I will definitely buy that card from you right now. And people are like, yep, no, I understand too. Uh, not won't accept anything under 2000 for that card. So, uh, and, and that $400, that's, you know, that's a big swing right now. Um, Joe Burrow, 
XRC PSA 10, uh, another card that I'm I'm looking at. Um, Alt has it at $1,319. That's up $36. And Card Ladder is at $1,195. That's down $414. And I said this last week, and I'm starting to think that Card Ladder is whatever algorithm they're working on over there uh and from from a technical standpoint i i used to teach programming so i understand uh algorithms uh whatever algorithm they're working on there they they seem to be uh, ahead always a week ahead so when i'm looking at a card uh I like to jump the card ladder and see what their pricing is because if their pricing is down, it generally means within the next week or so that that eBay, all, all these prices are going to follow. It's going to go down. So they, they have a pretty good algorithm over there that I find for some of these higher end cards. When I look and I see that they're coming down. So as I look at this, um, card ladder has this card at 1195 and it's down 414 dollars from last week right but alt has it at 1319 i i didn't really check ebay comps uh what what you know like the buy it nows and maybe what they're going for but i bet you next week and we're going to look at this next week i'm going to remember to to point this out that the alt price is going to drop down it's going to come down to be closer to the card ladder price of this week. So we'll just keep an eye on that. But I've been following this. And when I'm looking for a card and I'm about ready to make a purchase, I like to jump the card ladder to see what it is and where it was and where it is. Because if I find that the card ladder price is a few hundred dollars below all, then I'm going to try to get it at the card ladder price or I'm going to hold off another week because I could probably get it cheaper a week from now when the comp comes down or hopefully get it you know cheaper. So the Patrick Mahomes Silver Prism BGS nine uh, alt has that at eight thirty nine. It's down fifty two dollars for the week and one hundred and sixty one dollars on the year. Card Ladder has it at seven sixty nine, down sixty one dollars and down eighty one dollars on the year. And the Tom Brady Bowman Chrome BGS nine. Alt has it at $2,926. That's up $294 on the year, but down, I mean, up $294 on the week, but down $224 on the year. And Card Ladder has it at $2,850. Um, this, now, this card that was even last week is now dropped down. Um, it's down $450 on the week and $450 on the year. Um, so that's going to, for me, that's something to look at because the value of this being lower and dropping down that much, I'm going to look at this card again next week and see, will card ladder pop back up again? Was that maybe one rogue sale or are they looking at an algorithm that says that the value of this card is going to be dropping? So again, we'll, we'll, we'll look at this next week, but each, each week I'm going to up, up, grade these update these prices and uh well just keep an eye on them i mean for 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 myself and and the listeners out there um these are specific cards but it just gives you an idea of um 
you know, my, my small lesson to you of how my mind is working when I'm looking to buy cards, when I'm trying to figure out values where I don't want to buy into a card this week. And it's, I mean, how many times have we bought a card? Like, Oh, I got a great deal on this card for $500. And then next week, somebody puts it up for 420 or $400, buy it now. And you're like, are you kidding me? If I would have waited a week, I could have got it. So just, just learning how to, you know, utilize all these different tools to make better decisions and better timing on purchases. This week, I'm going to talk about what to do with stale cards that were once liquid. And I have a number of them, and I'm going to share some with you. Cards that I've had since last year, cards that at one time were liquid that I got and, and, and you know, even raw, they were selling at an enormous price. And you think to yourself, oh, this is a thousand dollar card. You know, where's it going to be next month or in six months? It could be 2000 or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's not even worth a hundred dollars in a few months. And you're like, oh, I should have sold this card. Right. I talked about it last week that one of the, one of the things I've learned my lesson on is if I get a card that, that is, um, that is hot, that is, that it, that is worth a good, I'm going to move it right away. No more of this, you know my thought process saying, well, if I take this card because it's, it's hot now, it's going to be even hotter or worth even more. Uh, it, it doesn't happen like that. Mo most of these cards, uh, end up dropping. And e even like we saw that with the prism cards that they came out when the prism cards first came out, you know, some of these Mac Jones, uh, green hyper was selling for like $600 and you're like, Oh my God, you know, and you pull it, pull a hyper out and you're like, well, it's a $600 card. And then the following week, it's like 400 and then it's like 300 and then it's two. Now it's like a hundred dollar card. And you're like, how did this happen? Well, it's because the market was just flooded with all, all these cards. Uh, so many cards out there. So, um, definitely, uh, I have learned some lessons, uh, throughout the year and a half. Uh, and I'll just talk about some of these cards. Um, Everybody remembers these Mac Jones, uh, the Don Russ uh, rated rookies, right? So I sent these cards in when it was $150 to grade these cards, and they came back tens. And if, if you're on YouTube, I'm just holding them up. I've got, I've got a number of them here. Look at them. I got all these cards. I got all these Mac Jones, these PSA tens. Um, they're not even worth a hundred dollars, right? I mean, what it cost me to grade, it's not even, not, I'm not even going to get my money back on grading right now, but they've been sitting in my, you know, my, my case or my discount box. And I've had it at, you know, 200 or 250, hoping to re, re you know, somebody just to, you know, work a deal or something. And nobody even looks at them. And I'm like, and I understand because I wouldn't either. Right. So this is the week that uh, I'm bringing these cards down to comp. So I, I, made a decision for the Hofstra show for this weekend that I'm setting up for. And as I'm going through these, uh, I'm going through all these cards in my discount box and I'm going to, I'm going to put them at whatever the comps are, maybe, maybe five or $8 or $10 above comps, but that's it. And, and with the hopes just to move these cards, because it, I think it's a psychological thing, right? When you get a card and, and it was, and it was once hot, it was once a fire card that it was complete liquid. You could have moved this thing for, and then it the the price drops. It's it's just so hard to to let it go cheap. And you, I keep looking at at these cards, um, and I say to myself, here I'm going to give you a perfect, per, perfect, 
example, right? So here is uh, a Justin Fields. This is a Panini Elite. It's a black razzle-dazzle, right? And I'm going to hold this, this card up here, right? It was a SSP. It was a case hit. raw, it was $1,200. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to send it off to get grading. So it goes off to SGC and it comes back and it comes back a nine from SGC. And, and at that time, I think they were, it's about five weeks it took to come back. And then when it came back, then it was about $500 card. So then I put it on my case, you know, at, at shows that I'm, and in that time to now, I mean, this card is worth a hundred dollars graded. This card is worth a hundred dollars. Now did did I lose money on it? I, I don't remember what it cost me to, to get the bears in the break at that time. I, I, I honestly don't, but I wasn't spending a lot of money to get into breaks. Uh, it cost me at the time, I think $26 to grade it. Right. So I may break even, but it was so hard for me to take this card and discount it because I know it's a pretty rare card. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a case hit. It was a super short print and it was a black razzle dazzle. I mean, it had all these things that is pretty rare out there to find. And the, to me, the card is, is, is stale sitting in my box. So I had to take everything I have to take this card to mark it down to a hundred dollars and put it in the box this week. And it may not even sell. I don't know because people really aren't looking for him. Uh, here's another one here. This one here, I took it on a trade. This was a 2012 Panini. Um, it came from the, uh, uh, the national and it was a rapper redemption. It was a Tom Brady. It's a PSA nine. Um, there's only, it's a pop five and there's none higher. And one, when I purchased this, when I got this, took this card in on a trade and I took it in at a $250 value, one had just sold uh, on eBay for $450. So I'm like, okay, this is great. So I take this card, I put it in my case for 450. No one ever looked at it. Then I moved it to 400. Then I went to 375. Then I went to 350, 300, 275. And now all of a sudden, one of these cards, the same exact card, just sold for $40, $40 on eBay. So I'm done. I mean, I'm giving this card away for, for, for $40 when I took it at a 250 trade-in value. It's a stale card. What else can I do with it? It's, it's, it's worth nothing to me to carry it back and forth from shows. Um, here's another, here's another one here. So this here is the, uh, the Mac Jones, the press proof premium gold, right? PSA 10 at one time, this card was selling for a thousand dollars, then 700. And then it was at $400 for a long time throughout the summer, maybe between three and $400. And I had it in my case and, uh, couple of times I negotiated maybe to make a deal, maybe not make a deal in a trade into this and into that, but it ended up, I still had the card right now. Now I look at the comps on the card. It's not even worth a hundred dollars. 
I mean, a card that was once selling at 400 is not even worth $100. And I think psych psychologically, I'm saying, well, he's a rookie quarterback. This is this is a gold press-proof premium on a rookie quarterback, and it's PSA 10. I mean, that's what it's worth, unless I want to take it and put it in the closet and hope this guy becomes something and this value of this card goes up. Or do I take these 30 or so cards, put them all down at comps and move them out and use that money now to, to purchase something better? Sorry, we lost the mic there for a moment. Um, to put them in my put them in my case so I can uh, use it to buy something that's you know a little bit more liquid that I can sell in my case, like like you know freshen up my inventory per se. Um, here's another one. Here's a here's a Mac Jones. It was a Vortex. This was the um, uh, came out of the. Uh, Oh, it was a short print. I can't even think of the name of the box it came out of, but here it is here. It's uh, another one. It's SG, SGC 10. Now I had three of these. I had three of these. And last year I sold two of these at $300 each. And then I had one left. And then the prices started coming down. And then it went to 275 to 250, 225, 200. Right now, I have this card at $75 and I'm hoping it sells. I'm hoping it sells. Now, I pack pulled most of these cards. Um, beside that Justin Fields that I got in the break, all these other cards that I have here, they were all pack pulled. Um, so, in my mind, when I'm thinking of a value on them, I know what it cost me to grade these cards was $26. Buying the boxes, I don't think you can really put the price on the boxes because I would have ripped the boxes anyway. So it's not like I went and I bought this card for, say, $50, and then I graded it, and I said, okay, I'm into it for $76. In my mind, every one of these cards, I'm into it for $26, right? Because that's what it cost me to grade these cards, except for... Um, the one I took in trade, uh, the Brady I took in trade and the, um, uh, the, the rat black razzle dazzle, all these cards I pack pulled. So I have to say to myself, I'm into them for $26 and they're doing no good being in my case, driving, dragging them back and forth from show to show. And people go through and they flip through it and they move on. And I know I've had them priced high and I didn't realize how, how high I had them priced because even in the case, I'd say, hey, I haven't really, when I'm at shows, I'll say to people, I haven't really comped that lately. So if you want to make an offer on anything, that's fine. And people didn't even make offers on it. And I'm like, well, it's just dumb having this box that people come up and they look through and nobody ever buys anything out of. So I need to do something. I need to do something about this box. And I want to do it this weekend when I go to Hofstra. And, and this is what I'm doing. I'm finding all these cards, whatever the comps are, I'm putting at comp and I'm probably going to end up selling them under comp. Cause when you put something at comp, it's a $75 card, right? I think the comp on it was like $73. Somebody's going to say, well, you take 50 for it. And what am I going to say? Take it away. Right. Because it, it's, 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 it's like found money. And really what am I into the card for? $26. So if I'm getting $50 for it, I'm getting something out of it. Right. Um, and, and a lot of them are great cards. Here's, here's another one. This is the, um, uh, this is a Trevor Lawrence 
This is a purple prism cracked ice, and it is numbered to 149, and it's an SGC9. Right, holding that up. If beautiful card. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful card. I've had it in my case. There were values on this at 250 at one point, right? And the last one, I think, just sold at $46. $46. Like, if you graded this thing for $26 and you didn't even count pulling it out of a box, it's a $20 card unless somebody, you know, pulled it out for, for bought it for $5 or something like that. But, you know, it, it, it it's... It's a, it's a Trevor Lawrence, right? I mean, he's been kind of all the rage all the way through. I mean, with the, uh, the, 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 the comps, uh, from when he was, uh, when he was a rookie. So it's hard to believe that this card is that cheap. Uh, here's another, here's another one of those, uh, draft picks, the Trey Lance 30, look, $30. This is a, this card is priced at $30 and it cost me $26 to grade it. Because the comp on it, I think was the last comp on it was like twenty six or twenty seven dollars, so it's just, I don't know. It's it, to me, it's 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 crazy how these these cards, which are such nice cards, the comps have gone so low. Uh, the last one I'll show you, uh, another Justin Fields, uh, and this is a graffiti, and this is numbered to ninety nine, and it's an SGC ten. It's a pink, pink graffiti. Numbered SGC 10, $100 card, right? At one time, this card was selling for four or $500. And I'll be lucky to get $100 for this card. So again, I, I think it's, it's uh, oh, geez, one more card I'm going to show you. Dak Prescott. Here's another Dak Prescott, number one of 75, right? Another one, $30, right? Cost And, and it's uh, SGC 9. It costs $26 to grade it. $30. And this is probably going to go less than $30. I hope it does. Like, I hope these cards go. I mean, I, I'm saying it like it's a bad thing, but I'm hoping I sell them. I would really like to, you know, take the money from all these cards and freshen up, buy something else, buy something more liquid to drop in my case. I mean, isn't that what we're doing here? I mean, as a dealer, there's no sense me holding these cards. And I, I've talked about this on other episodes, uh, but now it's time again. It's like, uh, you know, maybe decluttering, <laughs> you know, maybe I should call it, you know, decluttering my inventory, just getting things out of there that, that people aren't even looking at now. Um, so that's, that's, that's my goal this weekend, uh, at Hofstra to, to get these cards, to move these cards out of my box and, 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 you know, at whatever price, whatever I can get for them. I mean, hopefully I'll, I'll at least get my $26 back on cards that the, my grading fee on the cards at, at the minimum. Hopefully I can get my grading fee back. Uh, if I can do that, I would be happy. Um, I talked about purchasing a case of upper deck hockey series two hobby boxes, man, was I disappointed? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was disappointed. Uh, there were lots of young guns in there. There were, I pulled a couple numbered cards out of there. Uh, and this is 12 hobby boxes. Um, I opened 10. I still have two that I haven't opened. Uh, pulled some clearly cards out of there. The problem is, you know, the case hits, the clearlies, the number. There's there, there's so few, there's so few stars right now in the series that 
you can you actually have to hit it right. You have to hit the clearly or the number card on a specific player because if you don't, it's it's kind of garbage. I mean, it's really it's just kind of garbage. And 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 opening box after box, I I can honestly say I have two boxes left. And I lost interest. Like the two boxes are still sitting here. I don't know. I may open them. Uh, I may add them to my wax and just maybe keep them to, you know, for for another year or two and see uh, if any of those young guns, you know, pop off. Because I've got literally, I've got, you know, a whole container full of young guns here. Some of them are good. I mean, I'm not going to say they were all crap, but... um, I, I'm hoping that it was worth it for all the young guns that I did get. Uh, and I'm going to do nothing with those. I'm just going to put them away and keep them for a year or two and 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 see what happens. I really enjoy the hockey. I enjoy opening, you know, the hockey. I was buying the hobby box. I bought some of the Series 1. And this time I said, well, instead of, you know, buying a, one here, one there, two there, let me just buy the case. And, and it may have cured me of ripping hockey. I don't know. It was, I just found it, you know, somewhat disappointing. Um, and the cards that I ended up getting out of there. So maybe that would be a cure, you know, for somebody who, who likes to rip a lot is if you go and literally buy a case and then you start to see, you know, box after box looking almost the same as the last box you opened and pulling the same guys out of every single box, you know, it just became monotonous after a while. Like you're like hoping for, I mean, I guess, you know, with football, if you're buying, you know, the higher end where you're guaranteed a couple autos and this and that, you know, you get excited for a while. But I think, uh, I think when I watch the breaks and I watch them open up a whole case, and I see that there's like one really great box in that case. And then there's a couple great cards in there. And then beyond that, there's just a lot of duds, you know, a lot of dud cards in there. And I guess it's the same way. I, I'm, I think this may have cured me of buying a, buying a, when I first bought it, I said, boy, this is really what probably what I should be doing. You know, just go out and buy the case. You get the boxes cheaper and, you know, you get to open it all at once and just, you know, get what you get and move on. And as I did it, I said, I don't know. There's no way to know if I if I got my money back out of it until we wait to see where all these these young players, these rookies, what 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 they do. I mean, I I could 10 times my money or I could lose it all. I have no idea. Uh, it's almost like a lottery ticket, right? Buying the case and opening them up, but top loading every single rookie, all the young guns, all the special you know, inserts that are in there and just only time will tell. Um, and I think, uh, I think I'm going to rethink that again. I think it was just a lesson to myself, um, that maybe I'm better off just buying one or two boxes instead of buying a case and, and, and hope that I have that, that, you know, that, that box that's got the case hit and all the extras in it. Uh, but like I said, I have two left and I haven't even decided, uh, what I'm going to do with those. Recently, I purchased two Parkside uh, National Women's Soccer League hobby boxes, and I've had a lot of fun opening them. Uh, more fun than most wax I've opened recently. Um, learning a lot about different players, you know, looking them up. Um, it comes with uh, two autograph. It comes with like seven 
numbered cards in there. It comes with super short print cards. It was just like every pack, there was something neat in almost every pack. And there was like, you know, a couple of base packs, but most of those packs had just something. And I just had so much fun opening, opening them. I had no idea what was coming and, and it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So I definitely, definitely enjoyed that. And, I, and I'm probably I'm not going to buy a case of them telling you that right now, but I may, I may buy another one or two. Uh, you know, it's funny because even at the last show I was at, uh, up in Springfield, I bought, um, I bought a select blaster and an optic blaster. Um, and all the cards I pulled out of there, they were, to me, it was crap. There was nothing. There was not even, even the 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 uh, the optic, the rated rookie, and the select the rookie cards. Like literally, I put them in my dollar. I after I opened them up, I sleeved the rookies and I threw them in the dollar boxes. And people weren't even buying them out of there. I mean, this is this is how disappointing those boxes are. Uh, and it's just kind of a lesson to me. I would go to these shows and I would buy. I was buying some mosaic and I was buying, um, you know, some hanger boxes. Uh, of the prism and I was doing pretty well and I was kind of excited for it. And then like recently, everything I open up a uh, wax wise, I've just been completely disappointed. Um, so any wax I'm buying now, I'm literally, I'm just putting it, I've talked about this, just putting it away for another, for a year or two. And hopefully, hopefully I'll make some money on it. It's possible, possible not It's possible. They may go back and look at this time as junk, the, a new junk wax error and say, all oh, those boxes are worth nothing. Um, but it's, it's, the chance I'm taking, right? Monday holiday deals. Now, I didn't mention this last week as a reminder. I'm not sure how many people, you know, listeners said, oh, yeah, there's a Monday holiday coming. Maybe I should be, you know, checking the uh, uh, checking eBay and, and some of the other auction sites for a great deal on Sunday night. Uh, but I ended up making two deals. On Sunday night, I bought two XRCs. I bought a Jalen Hurts PSA 9 and a Lamar Jackson PSA 9. Now, you remember I talked last week, uh, I was trying to buy this Lamar Jackson from uh, from this guy at, uh, at the show. And uh, he was kind of all over the place with the card and never ended up selling it to me. Um, and at that time, I was willing to pay 400 And then at one point, I thought maybe I'd go up a little more just to get the deal done. Um, but then we never, it never ended up happening. But I ended up getting the Lamar Jackson at $400. I, I bought it right off of eBay. Uh, so I was pretty excited about that. And the Jalen Hurts, too. I, I feel I got a great deal. I looked up the comps on that. And I ended up buying the Jalen Hurts um, at $500, which was you know, about 80 or $90 under comps. So I was, I was pretty happy about that. And, you know, the case here behind me is full of the XRC. So I like these cards and I want to keep adding to them. Could not find any deals, uh, on Herbert or Burroughs out there. Um, and I was trying, but, uh, maybe, maybe this weekend, uh, maybe this weekend at Hofstra, uh, and speaking of Hofstra this weekend, looking forward to it. Um, I'll be there Sunday. I'll be set up with my man, John from behind the diamond. Shout out to him for, uh, for getting me hooked up, uh, in this and, uh, some other shows really appreciate him. Um, 
I'll be there Sunday. Rob, sports card therapist, will be there with Dave, DJ Sports Cards 86. They'll they'll be at the table on Saturday. Um, and if you're there on Sunday, make sure you come find me. Uh, say hello. Uh, upcoming shows. Um, well, this weekend, obviously, the Hofstra show. Uh, and then Laz show uh, is at La Quinta Inn and Suites in Secaucus, New Jersey. That's November 19th, 19th and 20th. Um, I talked about uh, getting into a show the weekend in November 26th and 27th. I was talking about the causeway. I ended up uh, securing a table, a couple tables at the Westchester show in Terrytown. Uh, that is November 26th and 27th. That's Thanksgiving weekend. So I will be set up there. Um, and then after that, another last show, Garden State Card Show, Hasbrook Heights, New Jersey. That's December 10th. And then the following weekend, December 18th, the Big Apple Trading Card Show at the uh, New Yorker Hotel in New York City. So looking forward to all these shows. Uh, looking forward this weekend to, uh, you know, cleaning up my uh, my discount box and selling off these uh, these stale slabs uh, and, and trans transforming that money into something more liquid. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, subscribe, and most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, be good to yourselves and everyone around you.